Hello and welcome to Deep Dive with Mybro, where we walk in agreement with the scripture found in 2 Timothy 3, 16-17. God has transmitted his every substance into every scripture, for it is God-breathed. It will empower you by its instruction and correction, giving you the strength to take the right direction and lead you deeper into the path of godliness. Then you will be God's servant, fully mature and perfectly prepared to fulfill any assignment God gives you. Come along with us as we dive into scripture so that we too can be fully matured and perfectly prepared to fulfill any assignment God gives us. Right, so if you've clicked on this episode, it's either you're a regular listener of the podcast If that's the case, thank you for listening. Or you're tired. (laughs) If you're the second of the two, well, welcome to the Refreshing Springs. That is season two, episode five of Deep Dive with My Boy, the podcast. I'm glad you could join us. (laughs) Um, Basically, today we're going to look at... um, tiredness are you tired and I feel like for majority of us we've got to that point in our lives where we're answering yes to that question like off the bat straight away are you tired yes (laughs) um some of us are currently tired (laughs) listening to it you're probably like lying on your bed I mean I don't know what you're doing um (laughs) but we have definitely all been tired at one point in our lives um I feel like it's a place that we may, should I say, constantly get to because we're human, we're in the flesh, in the body, and the body knows tiredness. At one point in everyone's life, we will get tired. But what do you do? What, what's practical steps um, to help you get out of that tiredness and continue on? We'll look at some practical steps like I just mentioned. And we'll also look at a couple of scriptures. I said a couple of scriptures, but I'm talking like five, maybe six scriptures um, to encourage us out of our tiredness. Um, And then we'll also look at a figure in the Bible. Um, He was an apostle. And then he said he is an apostle, like he's still living, but he's long 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 dead and he was an apostle that is such a general clue isn't it but when I say that when I give the next clue you will get it or most of you will get who I'm referring to anyways um so not only was he an apostle but he was the writer of majority of the new testament books you get it don't you you know who um so we'll look at that figure um, or that apostle will look at how how he got tired and what his definition of tiredness was um, how he overcame that and then how he ended it I, I'm just <laughs> How he how he ended it sounds so grim and um, but I don't mean ended it that way like how he ended his journey um, or how his journey came to a natural end it's nothing, it's nothing grim, I promise, but going straight into it, um, the scripture that would, um, explain how to practically 
get a refreshing of our body and our spirit when we're tired is found in Proverbs 3, 5 to 8. But before I do read that scripture, um, I just recently um, found myself extremely tired, like very drained. When I say tired, like it's the kind of tiredness that you feel like your body, soul and spirit is tired. I don't know if I'm preaching to the choir or I'm alone, but <laughs> I don't know <laughs> who has experienced such tiredness before. But I got to a place where I, I was drained, uh, to say the very least, like I was exhausted um and i found myself like asking like what do we do like what do people do when they get tired <laughs> what do they just do they just carry on and then realize that they're not tired anymore like especially for for christians like how do we practically and maybe christians that are in ministry like how do they practically become untired like the reverse of tired how do they do it then it got me thinking and engage in the Holy Spirit um, about like a practical scripture, a practical way. Like, do you actually need to get out of bed um, balancing your Bible on your head? Do you get out of bed on one foot? Like, <laughs> what do you do practically? Um, and thankfully, the answer to everything is found in the Bible. And thankfully, the answer to that question the Holy Spirit directed me to Proverbs 3, verse 5 to 8. And the first verses of this scripture is quite common. Um, but, you know, I will just, I'll just read it. <laughs> I'll just read it and you will get what I mean. Um, Proverbs 3, 5 to 8, the Passion Translation says, Trust in the Lord completely. And do not rely on your own opinions. With all your heart, rely on him to guide you and he will lead you in every decision you make. Become intimate with him in whatever you do and he will lead you wherever you go. Don't think for a moment that you know it all. For wisdom comes when you adore him with undivided devotion and avoid everything that's wrong. Then you will find a healing refreshment your body and spirit long for. When the Holy Spirit dropped that scripture into my spirit, I was thinking, right, I know the first, um, the, the verse five, trust in the Lord with all your hearts and versions say, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. And I was thinking, right, that's fair enough. Like that makes sense. But like, how does it correlate? How is that practical? Then I read the following verses. So I read, don't think for a moment that you know it all. Um, If I haven't said this version is the Passion Translation, by the way. Um, don't think that. Don't think for a moment. Anytime I read that verse, I'm tempted to sing Sisiwana's song. Don't think for a moment. But um, moving swiftly on. Don't think for. Oh, I can't get the song out of my head now. Don't think for a moment <laughs> that you know it all. Your wisdom comes when you adore Him with undivided devotion and ev- and avoid everything that's wrong. Then. Then and only then. So it's like, 
steps right it's like gradual steps like this is what you do this is what you do (laughs) if it was a preaching i'd probably title it like five steps to ensure that you find healing refreshment for your body and spirit Um, so then it is by so doing that you will find healing refreshment for your body and spirit now the five things a trust in the lord completely completely like don't have trust him don't trust him when it's convenient for you don't trust him in season but then after season you don't trust him trust him completely with all your spirit soul and your body in and out of season, every second of the day, trust in the Lord completely and don't rely on your own opinions. That's the second one. So first, trust in the Lord completely. Two, do not rely on your own opinions. Three, with all your heart, rely on him to guide you and he will lead you in every decision you make. Four, become intimate with him, whatever you do, and he will lead you wherever you go. Five, Don't think for a moment that you know it all, for wisdom comes when you adore him with undivided devotion and avoid everything that's wrong. So five is basically saying, don't think that you're the all-wise God, small g, Um, but seek to achieve the wisdom of God. And it is by these steps or these five things that we will find healing refreshment for your body and spirit. You find the healing refreshment your body and spirit long for. So everyone's body and spirit longs for the refreshment. But the question is, are we satisfying our bodies and our spirits with the refreshment? We can only do that by these things. Trust in the Lord um, with all your heart and not lean on your own understanding. That is so refreshing. Um, I was just thinking about this analogy. Um, if you think of a forklift, a forklift is supposed to make the lifting of a load easier or light. And um, there's a scripture that says, and I think it's it's found in Matthew, um, Matthew eleven twenty eight to twenty nine. It says, "Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest." Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Christ invites us to, as it were, lighten our load by taking his. If you if you imagine a forklift, um, it helps you carry a load. Or it makes a carrying of a load lighter. But for some of us, we've been carrying a load that a forklift should be lifted. We've been manually trying to pull or push. And Christ is saying, what are you doing? <laughs> you cannot push or pull this with your own strength. Take my yoke upon you. Use the forklift and lift it up. Um, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls and there's like levels to tiredness where it transcends from your body like I said goes into your 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 soul and even your spirit but Christ is saying are you tired because perhaps you're pulling or pushing a load 
that I should be taking off of your shoulders um, and making easier for you. Aren't you tired? <laughs> so the practical way for us to receive refreshment um, for our souls and our, our bodies and our spirit um, is to completely trust and rely on God. Now, I've noticed what from from these two scriptures, the first one we've read in Proverbs 3, 5 to 8, but the second one in Isaiah, um, Isaiah 40, 28 to 31, that also says, I will read it and will strike the similarities in a second. It says, have you never heard? Have you never understood? The Lord is the everlasting God the creator of all the earth. He never grows weak or weary. So if you're looking for strength, like let me pause here, I'll continue reading that scripture, but God never grows weak or weary. It is like his attribute that says he never stoops or stumbles. So he's a perfect person to keep watch over us. In the same vein, he's a perfect person to give us strength when we're weak because he never grows weak or weary. But moving on, it says, no one can measure the depths of his understanding. He gives, mm, this is where it begins, it says, he gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Are you weak? Are you tired? The God who never grows weak or weary can give you, is readily available to give you power and strength. This is the part that I love. And it says, even youths will become weak and tired, and young men will fall in exhaustion. I love how it brings in the fact that, see, young men are normally in the natural world, people that are boisterous, energetic, um, zealous, but even them, even them will grow tired and fall in exhaustion. And then it says, but those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. Hallelujah. Um, <laughs> and this is a similar um, point between this verse in Isaiah 40 and the one we read in Proverbs 3. It says, for those who trust in the Lord and the verse in Proverbs says, if you want refreshment for your body and your spirit, completely trust in the Lord. So there's there's this strength that comes from within and transcends the physical, comes out, no, transcends the spiritual, sorry, and comes out of the physical to give us the physical strength only when we trust in the Lord, only when we rest in the Lord, only when we rely on the Lord. Psalm 91, for they that dwell in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. A shadow is a cool place, a place where people go under a tree because the shadow that it casts provides provides sorry um a cool like ambience <laughs> if that's the right word but it provides a, a a cool atmosphere for you to like to rest how many people haven't haven't we read from the bible that went to sit under a tree to relax and think about the problems <laughs> But they that dwell in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Um, so are you tired? 
maybe you need to rest under the shadow of the Almighty. You need to fully trust God. You need to stop relying on your own strength. The Bible says that the arm of flesh shall fail. So what is it you're doing with your strength that God needs to do for you? Are you lifting a load on your own that the forklift needs to lift? Continuing on with um, Isaiah 40, 28. Um, so it says, but those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. Ah, they will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Are you walking and fainting? <laughs> Are you tired? Are you running and growing weary? A God who does not grow weak or weary is happy to give you the power you need and the strength you need. Are you tired? His word says, come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I'll give you rest. Are you tired? His word in Psalm 127 verse 1 and 2 says, unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labor in vain. And unless the Lord watches over the city, the gods stand watch in vain. In vain you rise early and stay up late, toiling for food to eat, for he grants sleep to those he loves. Are you tired? Hebrews 12, 11 and 12 says, No discipline seems pleasant at the time but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. Verse 12. Therefore, strengthen your feeble arms and weak knees. Are you tired? Jeremiah 31 25 says, For I have given rest to the weary and joy to the sorrowing, and this is the confidence that we have in Christ. That when we get to the point of tiredness, the Bible says that He has made everything available for life and for godliness, but we need to totally, completely, and absolutely trust and rest in God, to be able to, to enjoy the refreshing of our souls and our spirits and our bodies. Um, I want us to now look at this um, apostle figure, apostle figure in the Bible I talked about, and he is no other than Paul, Paul the Apostle. Well done if you got it right at home. <laughs> um, but portion of scripture I want us to look at concerning Paul is found in 2 Corinthians 11 verse 23 to 30, again from the Passion Translation. Are they servants of the Anointed One? I am beside myself when I speak this way, but I am much more of a servant Sunday. And this is the part I want us to focus on. It says, I've worked much harder for God, taken more beatings and been dragged to more prisons than they. I have been flogged excessively multiple times, even to the point of death. Five times I've received 39 lashes from the Jewish leaders. Quick math. <laughs> Five times 39 is 195. So in Paul's lifetime, he'd received 195 lashes. Continuing on, he says, three times I experienced being beaten with rods. Once they stoned me, 
Three times I've been shipwrecked. For an entire night and a day, I was adrift in the open sea. In my difficult travels, I faced many dangerous situations, perilous rivers, robbers, foreigners, and even my own people. I have survived deadly peril in the city, in the wilderness, with storms at sea, and with spies posing as believers. I have toiled to the point of exhaustion and gone through many sleepless nights. I have frequently been deprived of food and water, left hungry and shivering out in the cold, lacking proper clothing. And besides these painful circumstances, I have the daily pressure of my responsibility for all the churches with a deep concern weighing heavily on my heart for their welfare. I am not aloof for who is desperate and weak and I do not feel their weakness, who is led astray into sin and I do not burn with zeal to restore him. If boasting is net, ooh, this is the part that gets me, like after listing all these things that he's gone through, like 195 lashes and whatnot. He then says, if boasting is necessary, I will boast about examples of my weaknesses. So after all these sufferings he's been through, it just gets me. He says, if boasting is necessary, how can you even think of boasting when you've been through this? Paul has the right to say he is tired. I don't know. I don't know if any of us have been through half of what Paul has, has explained that he's been through. That is a whole list of things that will make you tired i mean for some of us even receiving 39 lashes alone will make us tired and want to give up how much more receiving five times 39 lashes 195 but that's that's even (laughs) that is the littlest of it like taking all of it into consideration you'd think how can one person have gone through all of this and at the end say if boasting is necessary i'll boast about examples of my weaknesses it's just really really interesting um saint paul in second corinthians 12 verse 9 he says but he answered me and this is also a very common scripture that we use and rightly so because it's such an encouraging one um and when you hear paul this is literally in the um the next chapter, following what I've just read. So what I read out about Paul's sufferings is in Second Corinthians 11. Um, this next verse is Second Corinthians 12. And it says, but he answered me, this is to God, because Paul was praying for God to remove a thorn in his flesh. Um, he answered me, he says, my grace is always more than enough for you. And my power finds its full expression through your weakness. So I will celebrate my weaknesses, for when I'm weak, I sense more deeply the mighty power of Christ living in me. So at any point in our lives, if we feel physically weak, spiritually weak, or we feel weakness in our souls, it's an opportunity for God's power to be revealed through our weaknesses. After everything that Paul has gone through, everything, all the sufferings that he'd been through, he said to Timothy um, in, in the second epistle of um, the book of Timothy, 2 Timothy 4, verse 5 to 8, he said, But watch thou, he said this to Timothy, he says, But watch thou in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, make full proof of thy ministry, for I am now ready to be offered 
and the time of my departure is at hand. Verse 7, I really like. He says, I have fought a good fight. And I'm sure after hearing all that he'd been through, you'd agree with Paul that he actually had fought a good fight. He says, I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Verse 8, henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. Paul is saying to Timothy, look, I've been through all this, um, not by my mind, not by my power, but, but by the Spirit of God. His grace was sufficient um, and more prolific in my weakness. But now I have fought the good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Therefore, he has laid up for me a crown of righteousness, but not just for me, but for everyone, everyone who loves the appearing of God. So everyone that's looking forward to the appearing of God. And to me, that means anyone that's looking forward to the appearing of God is one that has toiled and worked and done their bit to bring home um, the plentiful harvest. Such a person, if you continue on like Christ did, like Paul did, and even when you're you're tired, you're taking hold of the resources around you, physically actually getting some rest. Because remember that um we're in a physical body, so you actually need to get rest. Um so taking hold of the resources around you, um fellowship. The Bible says do not forsake the, the gathering of, of the brethren, actually resting exercising, eating well, if if we're doing all of that whilst still doing the good work that the good Lord has given us, then for us also there's a crown of righteousness awaiting us, just like Paul said. And finally, to crown it all, um, there's a quote from Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And he says, if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. Whatever you do, are you tired? You have to completely trust in God. Are you tired? Are you struggling to even trust in God? Try anyways. For he says, my grace is sufficient. It's always more than enough for you. And my power finds its full expressions through your weakness. And so, Holy Spirit, we thank you. We thank you that you're convicting us and enabling us to relinquish the power, the wisdom, the knowledge, the decisions that we're so strongly holding on to that are making us tired. For the more we hold on to something, the more painful it gets, the more tired we become. But you are inviting us to let go of it to take your yoke, which is lighter, your burden, which is easy. Teach us, Holy Spirit, to rest in God, to trust completely in the Father. Then and only then will we get a refreshing of our souls, of our spirits and of our bodies. In the name of Jesus, we've prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. Thank you all for listening and I will catch you in the next episode. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening and we hope you've been blessed. 
don't forget to engage with our socials on instagram it's at deep underscore dive with my bow and on twitter at dive with my bow it was a pleasure having you and we hope to see you in the next episode if I'm being fresh, not